We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to Believe in Everything Ole Miss. I'm Jordan Dollinger, and today we are kicking off a brand new series highlighting Ole Miss spirit squads. And I have a very, very special guest joining me today who's going to break it all down for us. We're going to jump right into it. But before we do, make sure that you guys are subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts so new episodes like this one will download automatically each and every week so you never, ever miss out on anything Ole Miss. Today we are talking all things team spirit, which is perfect now that college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL are in full swing, and the only place that you should be betting on these sports is over at betonline.ag. They even cover award shows, reality TV, and tons of other TV shows, so you can get in on all of the betting action, even if you aren't up for placing those sports bets just yet. Choose from hundreds of props with real-time odds on just about anything you can imagine with Bet Online, and of course, there's always the 24-hour online casino. Head to BetOnline.ag on your computer or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. I'm so lucky, you guys, to be joined today by Ole Miss head cheerleading coach Jalen Davis. Thank you so much for joining me, and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You've been with this program for just shy of a year now, but you have been involved with the sport and coaching for a long time. So for anyone listening who isn't familiar, here is a little bit of your background. You cheered throughout high school. You were part of the cheerleading team at the University of Alabama there and competed for four years with the Crimson Tide program, won a national championship with them back in 2015, and then graduated from the university in 2018. You've also been a head instructor with the UCA since 2016, coached at Texas State for two years, and were the UCA NCA Southwest Texas State Director for Varsity Spirit since 2018. Not to mention, you also competed with the USA National Team at the 2018 ICU World Championships and the 2019 Pan American Games, both of which you left with gold medals. 
You have had such a whirlwind career thus far, and now you found this new career in family with Ole Miss Cheer. You used to live in Mississippi for a little while. Your family is from Mississippi, and you get to continue doing something that you love and are so passionate about, surrounded by your friends and family. So how has this first almost year been for you? Coming up on this summer is going to be a year, and it's been such a wild time, I'm sure. So was it what you expected, or has it really been an experience that you've had to take? day by day what has it been like for you it's been a little bit of everything um especially with covid this year it's just been a lot of different challenges for us but it's been a phenomenal year by any means you know we have been very blessed by the university to be able to do things that we have been able to do so i have just been really excited to kind of you know learn more about the traditions even though i've kind of seen them from the sideline or i guess from across the sideline from being in alabama but it's just so different actually being in here and seeing the you know, rebel community all, you know, surrounding each other, especially for football games, even though, like I said, games are very different for us. It still felt like a lot of fun. And, you know, it just makes me even more excited for next year for things to be back open up again, because now I get to have a whole nother first year again, um, just to kind of get all the game day traditions and, you know, to kind of see how things are normally are from a different point of view. And I'm just really excited. The program has been a lot of fun. These kids are phenomenal athletes and just phenomenal humans as well. They make coming in every day a breeze. And so I definitely don't feel like I'm working. I feel like I'm just having a good time, you know, also being able to instill some things into these kids' lives. So definitely been a blessing. I'm sure it's been very rewarding, but also very challenging, of course, during this time. You never know what to expect and what you're going to get, but it's great that it's been a positive experience thus far. When you first started, you know, I'm sure that everything was on Zoom and everything was virtual. And then what was that very first experience like when you actually met the team in person for the first time? Did you feel like you already knew them because of all of the virtual meetings or was it so much better than you expected? And how was that transition from the screen to real life? It was a little bit of both. So um, in actuality, I knew a lot of them previously from either me working with this program through UCA or me coaching them while they were in high school. So I knew a lot of the athletes or just through the cheerleading community because it's a very small community. But at first it was very great because like I said, I met the team through Zoom when I first got hired and that was a lot of fun. And then we were doing weekly challenges via our, you know, GroupMe app and our band app to kind of, you know, stay up to date on our skills and kind of keep working hard on things. And so that was pretty fun. And then, you know, once I actually got to Oxford, I was like, wow, like, you know, I'm actually here, but I really, really wasn't really meeting anyone because things were still kind of shut down. And so once the kids started kind of trickling in to kind of move in and to kind of grab their uniforms and all that stuff, I was getting to meet in individuals there. And then we just had one practice in September and, you know, we were all here and it was like, okay, here we go. You know, so it was, it was very fun, very exciting because we kind of hit the ground running. We went right into game day practices and right into practicing the fight song and things that we're going to do on the sidelines for game day. So there wasn't really a lot of time to like, I guess, I would not going to say get to know them because I was getting to know them, but there was not a lot of time to like have the pleasantries like, you know, hey, like, you know, tell me where you're from. And so all those things, it still has happened. We, you know, I made sure to take the time to kind of get to know them a little more outside of it. But for the most part, we hit the ground running. We went right into game day practices, right into skills practices. And um, it was a lot of fun. You know, the kids have, you know, like I said, they've been, they've made it the best part of what it is. And they've kind of taken it all by storm with me coming in and some of the changes we've kind of made to the program for the better. And I think we're moving forward in the right direction. I definitely think, you know, they have really taken heed of what I've had to say and kind of guided me as well into the way that Ole Miss does things and think together we've kind of molded the program that we want to see continue to go forward with. It's definitely been a lot of fun. 
you've talked about in the past how important dedication is in this sport and as an athlete in general, also the importance of taking responsibility, planning ahead, being open to learning in order to improve. So what would you say is your overall coaching and leadership style and why do you think it works well for this team? I want to be honest with these kids. I want them to understand where I'm coming from, understand what the decisions are being made. Because at the end of the day, I feel like some of these kids feel like a lot of their decisions are being made for them. And if they don't understand, it's kind of hard to believe in or kind of hard to kind of join the process. So the more I can, you know, show them up front of why we're doing this and explain, it makes more sense to them. And they're kind of more bought in. They kind of understand more and they're more willing to kind of help and do the things that we need them to do, you know? So because of that, you know, I kind of break down to also like, you know, when you get into the real world, this is how things are going to work, you know? So I, I try to relate everything to why we're doing something for the next reason ahead, because when it comes to being on time and, you know, and it comes to getting your homework and assignments done before practices and all those things, because you have deadlines, because, you know, when they get a job, you know, that's the thing that they have to do, making sure they're getting their assignments turned in for work and making sure they're reporting in on time, because all those things are very important once you get into the real world. So I try to kind of start pushing those things and those ideas now. So it's not a second thought when they get there. But yeah, it's all about being responsible. And, you know, especially with COVID this year, a lot of things are via Zoom. So a lot of them are at home a lot more during their classes. So it's on them to be a lot more attentive to their schoolwork and to pay attention to those things. And we saw the same regulations as it comes to grades and it comes to what you can and cannot do with your grades when you're in the program. So I expect them to be able to still handle those things, even though it's a bit challenging, you know. And we have been very well supported at the university because we have access to kind of FedEx, um, which is our student athlete academic center to kind of get the help that we need when it comes to tutoring. So they had been upfront with me saying, Hey, like, this has been a struggle. Can I get help here? And I, you know, I make sure I find a way to kind of get the things they need so they can succeed as well. You know, I set the standard from the beginning say, Hey, this is what you have to do. And I tell them all the time, I'm not a babysitter, but I'm here to help, you know? So I make, I put the ball in their court for them to kind of decide what they need to do. And on the flip side of that, I'm also working with them to make sure that they are set up for success to do those things. That totally makes sense too, because you want people to feel like you're being transparent with them and they know what's going on right. because they, they can then lend themselves better to that experience. Right. So Absolutely. The more they understand, the more, the more they're willing to work. I feel like if I just keep telling them, telling them, telling them, they're like, oh my gosh, it's just, it's just me doing the talking instead of like, hey, let's, let's talk about it together. Let me see where you're coming from. We can come to our understanding and we can, we, we can still move forward in the right direction. So you touched a little bit on academics and I want to get into that. So I want to know what are some things that you hope that people know about the Ole Miss cheerleading team or just, you know, collegiate cheerleading in general that people might not know. So from the outside looking in, it can seem very glamorous. These guys and girls have just, they got it made. They're walking around campus like they are the bomb. That's true. But there is so much more that goes into it. It's so much more just like in the time management aspect of that, because, you know, everyone sees us on the sidelines and, you know, we're all dolled up and pretty, but they also don't see the eight to 12 hours of workouts and practices that we have during the week on top of, you know, taking our classes and on top of doing homework. And on top of that, some of them are doing internships. Some of them have jobs. So it's like, it's not for the faint of heart. You can't just be like, oh, I want to be a chiller and not be the end of it. Like you have to also realize that you're here for school. And that's one thing I always made them a priority was that, hey, like your school is the number one thing you're here for. I will not allow chilling to get in that way. So we have certain protocols that we have with study hall hours that are required, as well as, you know, making sure we're getting things done for classes that they need to make sure that they're succeeding in their classrooms first. And then we can be successful on the, on the floor as well. 
you know, I think everyone just needs to know like, hey, like you're signing up for not just to be a cheerleader, you're signing up to be an ambassador for the university. So you can't just say, oh, like I'm the pretty girl on the sideline. I'm the pretty guy on the sideline doing these things. And then also not having your grades on point, you know, not having your time management on point. Like it's not just enough to be okay. You have to also excel. So all children in general, before you come, you know, make sure the school that you're going to, the program you're trying to join is a program that you also know that you're going to do well in school as well, because that's the main reason why you're there and it would be bad if you're here just for cheerleading because then you have all these other responsibilities that you're not really inclined to do but to me that's the important part the important part is getting the education is getting prepared for the real world so once you do leave you're ready to go from workouts to keeping up with academics like you said traveling so much just yeah. staying sharp it's yeah. a lot yeah this year we didn't have any of that so next year we're traveling we're practicing three to four times a week with workouts twice a week in the morning and then it's also required for all of our athletes to have some study hall hours if their grades are a certain gpa all first year students have to get at least six hours so it's really on them to be able to manage their schedule and i'm here to help with that you know i try to sit down with all my first years when they first get here and say hey let's make a plan for your schedule let's try to figure out how we can make sure you're set up because at the end of the day most of them are not used to this type of schedule they're not used to having classes only on twice a week so it's easier for me to kind of say, hey, let's set it up this way. And then we can kind of move forward to make sure they're working in a positive direction. And I want to ask you, you talked a little bit about game days and how this year it was different. You guys weren't traveling and it wasn't as heavy of a workload just because of all the COVID restrictions. But what does a typical game day look like? We'll probably be on campus between three and four hours before the game starts, depending on the kickoff time, obviously. So if the kickoff is at, let's say, 7 p.m., we're usually there around 2.33. They're coming already game day ready. We have some things we'll do here to get warmed up and then we'll have some appearances in the Grove, appearances around campus. And then we're in the stadium probably an hour hour two hours before to get ready for pregame and get those skills warmed up and then once pregame happens which is about 30 minutes before the game we're rolling so it's a full day of activities but you know what we love it that's one thing that you know every children will say their favorite part is just being in the stadium and hearing the crowd war when games are happening and just being a fun atmosphere all around so that's what we're really excited to bring back for next year and when you were in college, you got to do the same thing. And now that you're coaching, you have the best seat in the house still. I do. I know. That's one thing I will say, you know, I have not left the sideline since I've started cheerleading the last 11 plus years now. So it's definitely the best seat in the house. I would never give it up. So you are in charge of this team of about 50 athletes between co-ed and all girls. So what are some of the values that you're trying to instill in this group of young people? And what have been some of your proudest moments during this time that you've been coaching so far? Um, I would say some of the values is just to one, enjoy the moment, you know, because I think a lot of us, we were so excited for our four years, and then you blink of an eye, it's gone, you know, so just take every opportunity and enjoy the moment and enjoy the opportunity that, that we have and we're given, you know, I think, you know, some universities have are afforded more things than others. So I, and I almost Miss, they're afforded a lot of great qualities. So I think it's for them is to kind of really enjoy the things that they have and not to look at us, oh, what we don't have, but hey, what we do have the opportunity to, to do. For us, we were able to be on the sidelines this year. Granted, we weren't on the field, but we were very close. We were in our student section. You know, we got to have all 80 members there. We got to include the dance team. So like, that was something that I think for them was like, oh, they're starting to realize that this is something that we get to do, we're happy to do, versus it just being, oh, we're at the game, we're tired, we're not on the field, you know, but we're really excited to be there and to support our athletic programs. So, you know, to enjoy the moment, to really, you know, soak it all up. Also to give it your 100%, and not just necessarily on the field or not necessarily just on the map, in the classroom too. If you're giving 110% in all you do, you'll excel in all avenues. You know, that's one thing that 
I think I learned the most from cheerleading was to give it all in, you know, in my, on the field, in my skills and the things I'm trying to do when we're competing. But if you apply that to everything that you do, you'll be successful in everything. When it comes to schooling, when it comes to, you know, relationships, just anything in general, you're learning, you know, your education, all those things, giving it hundred percent is going to be what's going to make you the most successful across the board. And I think um, some things that for me, um, have been the most rewarding is kind of see those things click or, you know, whenever they have their own team huddles and they're talking to each other and they're saying things like either I've already said or saying things that I've heard my coaches tell me that I have told them that they're now telling their um, teammates is that like, not just that, Oh, Hey, we can do this, but like, Hey, let's think of it from this mindset. Let's think of it. Like we have this amazing opportunity. They are just kind of, they're understanding the light bulbs turning on and they're, I can see them kind of growing into the great humans that they're, they're going to be. You mentioned some of your other coaches have instilled some of these values in you. So how did you first get into cheerleading? Was it someone in your family that did it before you? And did you always want to then become a coach? Or was that something that you found later on that you were interested in? Um, Well, I started cheerleading uh, back in eighth grade-ish, I guess. So towards the end of my eighth grade year, my Spanish teacher, she was a cheer coach and they ended up having an open gym. And I was like, well, yeah, I'll go buy it. I'll go support the team. And that was a lot of fun. And I could, I had done previous tumbling classes at like age three or four. So like I could flip over. It wasn't great, but I could do it. And then they ended up needing someone to come compete with them. I was like, you know, what? I'll try it. Why not? And it was a lot of fun. Um, all my family is athletes. They were basketball players, track runners. My sister actually goes to school here at Ole Miss. She's on the track team here. Um, but it's been kind of crazy. So like none of them have ever done cheerleading. So I was like, you know, I'll try it out. I continued into high school. And then I also started, I joined an all-star program. That was fun. And then I was like, well, you know, I can get a scholarship and cheerleading to go to college. So why not? You know, I kind of knew that I wasn't at the level to be going to college level for, you know, my other sports. Cause I played basketball, I played football, I ran track. So I realized that, you know, that wasn't really where I wanted to do, nor was it as fun anymore. And to me, cheerleading was fun because it was new. It was interesting and it was always different. And it was so many things I could learn from it. And so I was just super, super excited to kind of do that as well. So I continued on and I made Alabama my freshman year, which I was really surprised about. It was definitely a lot of fun there. I said, I will say when I was in high school and I was doing all-star as well, I kind of stayed in the gym all the time because I was on two to three different teams. And then there were younger teams who were going on during those times while I was there. So I was like, well, I'll help out, you know? So I kind of started coaching there. That kind of manifested. And then once I got to Alabama, there was a local all-star gym there that one of my coaches owned. And so I kind of helped out there to work as well. I also did UCA staff. And so basically that's many coaching for a lot of teams over the summer. So that was a lot of fun to me. So I always enjoyed, I love cheerleading. Like if anyone, you ask anyone, you can tell I love cheerleading. And so it was a lot of fun to help other people kind of see that passion and kind of enjoy that as well. After I finished at Alabama, I was like, well, why not continue to do it? And a good friend of mine at Texas State reached out and that's why I got to the assistant coach position there just been something that I've loved to do. And it kind of just kind of grew from my passion of cheerleading, just from trying and it being new and being interesting. It sounds like a lot of the times people try out different sports and see what works, but it seems like cheerleading found you. It did. It really did. Had I not gone to that open gym, you know, I probably would not be here right now, you know? So it's crazy to think. And I remember even growing up, like I was always around football in the games. I would always enjoy watching the football team and the, and the band and, you know, the band directors. So like, I've always enjoyed watching the spirit squads, but never really saw myself there. But now that I had the opportunity, I was like, why not? And here I am. I want to know what are your hopes for this team moving into the summer and next fall? What do you hope to accomplish? You know, I think for a lot of people, everyone wants to win nationals. Like I said, we compete in January, typically at UCA College Nationals in Orlando. And obviously every coach wants to win. But for me, 
yes, I do want to win. But one of my main priorities is just to get all my kids to graduate every year, get them to graduate, get them to find jobs. If I can change them to become better people than they were when they came in, I'm great to go because I feel like I'm doing my justice. To me, that's the most important part to see them kind of grow and see them accomplish all their goals. And if I can help out in any way, I would love to. So that's one thing I really want to see, you know, obviously I want to see our program continue to be successful on the sideline at nationals, just being a consistent program across the board and just being one of those top tier programs that everyone could talk about for being great in all areas. That's one thing that I really, really would love to see happen. I hope for all of those things for the program with my guests, I like to wrap things up with a quick game of rapid fire. So I'm going to ask a few questions and you're going to answer as fast as you can with the very first thing that comes to mind. They're about Ole Miss cheer and yourself. There are no wrong answers. It's going to be great. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Damn right. Bar or restaurant that you frequent the most living in Oxford? Probably Southern Craft. That's where I actually had dinner last night. Southern Craft is great. Last thing you watched on Netflix? Winks, uh, Fate. Uh, the Fairy? Fairies, yes, that one. Great show, actually. What is your favorite holiday? Christmas? It's just being with family. You know, we're always busy. We only got five or six days for Christmas break every year. So it was just great to be with family that, during that time. What is your biggest strength? I want to say my understanding. I feel like I'm a very understanding person. I feel like I'm easy to talk to early bird or a night owl? I would say both. I do like to get up early sometimes to work out, but I, I can do really well working late at night too. So it really just kind of depends on the day. Who should play you in a movie about your life? Um, it should be uh, Shamar Moore. I love that. All right. Last question. What is your favorite thing about being part of Ole Miss Cheer? The family aspect. I think that's one thing this program is very prized about is that they do truly care. And not just this team, the university supports us a lot. Um, Just the family atmosphere from the whole community at large. Thank you for sharing all of that with me. So lastly, if anyone listening wants to connect with you more, tell them how and where they can find you on social media. Absolutely. Yeah. If you want to, you know, message me about cheerleading, you know, you can always hit up Ole Miss Cheer on Twitter and on Instagram. Always open to emails. You can email me at jkdavis9 at olemiss.edu. Y'all remember those social media handles and that email when it's Alabama weekend this fall. (laughs) Thank you so much. You were so great. I appreciate it. Thanks for giving us the inside scoop on the cheerleading life. So we just heard from Ole Miss cheer head coach Jalen Davis, and now I'm joined by two members of the Ole Miss cheer team, Carly Hopping and Danny Butler. Welcome, ladies. How are you guys doing? We're awesome. We're so excited to be joining you today. Yes. Thank you guys. So Carly, I'm going to start with you. So you are in your third year and are currently captain of the co-ed team. How has it been navigating this year and what has your approach been to leading the team and keeping your teammates in high spirits, even though everything about this past football season and school year in general has just been so different, pretty difficult at times. What has your approach been as the captain to really keep the team alive in spirits? We, I think all together as like us and all girl, we just always been going with the flow. Things are thrown at us like, oh, we have to now see at basketball games and like we just learn different motions for the cheer and we can still be there which is awesome because I know like most schools couldn't have like all their cheerleaders at the football game we were just grateful to like actually be able to cheer and so we always like looked on the positive side of things definitely and that's probably one of the most important things too is to be adaptable especially this year just from speaking with Jalen he was saying how much that 
was needed this year and how important it was and how fantastic the team did with kind of rolling with the punches and just figuring out as you go along. So do you think that this was one of those years where there was so many different changes, but it ended up being beneficial to the team in general? Yes. I mean, we have obviously a new coach for those returning. We have new circumstances of having to wear a mask, cheering in the stands, sitting at ball games. Like we just all had to learn, I guess, basically a whole new system. Danny, I'm going to throw this next one over to you. You are also in your third year. You are part of the all girl team. What is one of your favorite things about your team? And is there a moment in particular you can remember from this past year that's really stood out to you as a favorite moment so far? Yes. So my favorite part about the all girl team is the all girl team is just full of so much energy and personality. I mean, there's not a member on our team that is quiet. We're just all chatty and we're all really close. And that's my favorite part about this team. And we talk about it a lot that we are a family. Cheerleading obviously is very important to every one of us, but it's more so the connections that we're making while doing the sport of cheerleading that I think is so passionate to me and I'll hold so dear to my heart and I'm really going to miss this upcoming year after I graduate. But also I feel like one moment that really stands out is You know, COVID has been very weird. At first, some of us older girls, we were like, how are we going to make these freshmen feel welcome? Like, how are we going to make them feel comfortable with us and able to like come in and just be a part of this big family that we already have established, which can be sometimes somewhat intimidating. I knew we had an awesome group of freshmen the second they walked in the doors because they're, I don't remember a day that they ever hesitated to be themselves and they've blossomed as cheerleaders and they've really just grown as awesome people. So I think that's been my favorite part too, is watching the new girls really start to find their own within the team and outside of cheerleading. When you guys came in as freshmen, was that something that happened to you? Were you taken aback by how grand it is? I mean, being part of any collegiate cheerleading team is a lot, but especially at an SAC school, at a school where cheerleading is so hyper-focused on, was that intimidating at first? Me and Carly actually transferred here, but both me and Carly picked Ole Miss because of the welcoming spirit. I mean, Ole Miss overall as like a student body is just so welcoming how they welcome everybody in. I mean, there's not a second that goes by that I don't walk on campus and there's not somebody saying, hey, even if I don't know them. But specifically so on the cheerleading program, these girls and guys just fully embody the spirit of being a welcoming human and just an awesome human overall. So I think that's really a big part of why we both chose Ole Miss. I love that. So there's also a big interest in what all goes into being a student athlete. So of course, cheerleading, especially at Ole Miss is so glamorous. So what are some things or something that you hope people and fans know about being part of the cheer team and how much work that goes into it that people might not know? Right. So typically like our game days, you know, you you have to be ready four hours before the Grove show. Cause whenever it's normal season, it's not weird COVID year. Like we're doing the Grove show. We're out meeting with fans. We're interacting. We're doing our skills that we can, that we're trying to put on that. We're doing those in the Groves. We're doing elite skills. So you have to be ready. You have not only just skill wise, but also your makeup, your hair, everybody thing has to just be on point and be perfect. So, you know, you're waking up really early on game days, practices get hard. And I actually talked to the all girl team this past week. And I was like, looking back, I just cheered my senior basketball game, my last basketball game that I'm ever going to cheer. And I was like, I hope people know that like dreams don't come easy. And I know we have kind of different outlooks coming from a junior college. Like we 
we're in situations where maybe our first year we didn't make it to the school that we wanted. And then we went to community colleges and worked as hard as we could to be at this point. So we're even so thankful that we had the opportunity to work that hard, but everybody should truly know that it's not going to come easy and there are going to be hard days and there are going to be times that you question why you do it, but in the long run, it's also worth it. One of the things I was asked on top of being a student athlete, game days, community events that Danny just touched on, there's also the competition side of things. So Ole Cheer has always placed well in these events, won in recent years even. So how do these competitions differ from game day performances? Plus, how do you juggle training and preparing for both of them on top of each other? So we kind of started practicing for competition November-ish. Mm-hmm. Usually on like a normal year for the grow show, we would like compete some of our skills that we do for competition. But I think that we start like putting all of our skills together and seeing like what everyone can kind of do, where our like skill level's at. I always look up to all girl because <laughs> they just always kill it. I'm not going to lie. They kill it out there. Like then <laughs> they just have so much energy. And then we just kind of like put it all together. But yeah, we do practice Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday for competition. And then you have like two workouts in between. So like, it is like a lot of hard work. And there are times that you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know if my body can do this. My body aches, it hurts. But then like after you compete, because this will be our last year competing. But I know every time like when we get off the mat and stuff, we like look back, okay, all the work, hard work was like not for nothing. Like that was so fun. I wish, I mean, I love competing. I wish I could do it all the time. I don't want this to be my last year, honestly. But yeah, it is a lot of hard work, but in the end it pays off. you guys are always so impressive to watch. And it's wild to think that on top of being a student athlete, being a functioning human, you guys are doing these crazy workouts. You guys are on the field. You guys are doing so much. So, so impressive. What is y'all's approach to maybe helping out some of the younger girls, or maybe some girls that are listening right now who are in high school, who are thinking that they might want to pursue being on this team and in the Ole Miss program specifically, some characteristics that are so important to be successful as an Ole Miss cheerleader. Right. Um, I think specifically for Ole Miss cheer, like you have to be ready to be welcoming. You know, we talk about that a lot, but you have to be welcoming to meeting new people and being that face of Ole Miss. And then also you need to be ready to work hard. I mean, Jalen has done an an excellent job of like changing the momentum of where our team's going. Like I'll brag on them for a little, like I was talking to the at practice today and I was like, I don't even have to say that. I hope we win a national championship. Like I know we are like, we are going to, and Ole Miss is going to be so big. Like I'm so proud that Jalen's here. And so I just hope girls that know that are coming into this program, it doesn't stop at tryouts when you make the team it continues throughout those years and you want, you should strive to get better every year. And with that being said, I hope that girls know that there is going to be defeat in some of these. You can't do great things without being defeated at some time. So even if you don't make it your first year or your second year, like if you genuinely strive to make this dream come to true, like you're going to have to keep pushing. You're going to have to keep making those efforts and keep making those sacrifices to be great. Yeah, because, like, I didn't make the team that I wanted, like, the first year, and I thought the world was over, but if I never continued, I would have never came to Ole Miss, met Danny, (laughs) had this wonderful family, been through all these amazing experiences. Yeah, we were talking about this the other day. Growing up in Alabama, never really considered Ole Miss, I don't think, but now that we're here, we're like, we are so thankful, like, God closed doors and, like, opened up new ones in the fact that 
like she was saying, we would have never met each other. And like, I can't imagine being anywhere else. This is genuinely the perfect spot for me and the perfect place for me to be an alumni of here coming May. So how weird is it going to be when you guys come back for your first alumni event and you're not cheering and you're um, like, wait, I have to sit in this. St- I've never bought a ticket. What do, what do I do here? <laughs> I think that'll definitely be different. I know we're both excited to kind of like start our next career and see what the next steps take us. So we're sad that we're leaving, but I think we're definitely ambitious for the future and we can't wait to take on that role. Just keep supporting the new team and keep supporting the Ole Miss Rebs. Yes. <laughs> That is awesome. So the last little thing that I like to do with my guests is a quick game of rapid fire. I'm going to throw you guys some questions. Let's answer as fast as you can with the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you guys ready? We're ready. (laughs) All right. What is one word to describe your teammates? Amazing. What is one word to describe your coach? He's relentless. Carly, how do you unwind after game day is over? Oh, a hot shower. All right. What is the restaurant that you are spotted at most in Oxford? Boo Ray, because we have those Rebel Talks during regular season. But mm-hmm. I love El Agave, which is Mexican. I'm definitely an Obi's fangirl. Like, you can catch me getting that every day. <laughs> All right. Carly, are you an early bird or a night owl? Night owl. Danny? <laughs> I would say early bird just because I'm forced to be an early bird with all the things I'm participating in at school. <laughs> Fair enough. What is your biggest strength? Um, I feel like my biggest strength is even if I'm having a bad day, like I feel like I can still be pretty uplifting and motivational to others because I know, you know, sometimes you don't know where other people are at in their day and they, they might need that uplifting spirit. And so you could always be that person. All right. Last one, guys. What is your favorite thing about almost cheer? Um, my favorite thing is to like see all the little girls that look up to you and just like how this family like we just like spread joy everywhere we go in the Grove you just see like people can I take a picture with you and like you talk to them and then at clinics all the girls like ask you like a million questions like they might be like the most like intense question or the easiest question but like they want to know your life it's so cool. Mine is definitely my teammates. Like, these are my girls. They have my back. I know even outside of cheer, like, if something goes wrong and my day's going terrible, I can call anybody on that team and they'll show up and we'll watch have a movie night and they'll be there for it because my team is very intentional with their actions and their friendships that they hold. Oh, that's awesome. Well, all of these were fantastic answers. You guys are so high energy. And I assumed that would be the case just because of what I've seen from the team. So thank you guys so much for jumping on with me. Last thing, anyone that's listening who wants to connect with you guys, where can they connect with you? You can message me on Instagram anytime. My Instagram's D-A-N-N-Y-Y underscore B underscore. And I would be happy to reach out Love to any it. questions that anyone has. Okay, same. My Instagram is C-A-R-L-E-E-H-O-P-P-I-N-G. <laughs> and I'll answer any questions as well. Well, thank you guys so much. Yes, we appreciate it. Thank you for letting us join you today. Yes, thank you so much. That's a wrap this week, everyone. Thank you for joining me. And a big thank you to my guests today, head coach Jalen Davis, Danny Butler, and Carly Hopping. Next week, we're talking all about the Ole Miss Rebelettes, and you definitely don't want to miss that one. Make sure that you are subscribed and downloading new episodes, and I will talk with you guys next week. As always, hotty toddy. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. 
Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.